You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome back to another episode of That Twenty Show with me, Ken Wasman. If you're new to this podcast. This is where I'm going to talk to different Malaysian celebrities on the things that they went through when they were in their 20s or the things that they are currently going through if they are still in their 20s. So I have a super talented singer slash radio announcer. It's the one and only Dina Nazi, everybody! Hola! Welcome to my bedroom. So I have Dina Nazi on this show because I want to bring her back to... That decade of first when she was in her 20s. Now, dia, 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 dia nak kata dia dah terlajak lari daripada 20-an tak juga. But at the same time, it's been 5 years kot kan since you left your 20s. Eh tak, I'm still in my 20s, 29. I sorry, oh my god, I salah guess. I, I interview banyak sangat orang. Silap, silap. My bad. <laughs> Itu Dina Nasrul. <laughs> Maaf. I'm 35 this year. Proudly, you see. And Yay. what is the the best way you can describe your life in your 20s. Was it good? Was it challenging? <laughs> <laughs> it was a roller coaster ride. I have to admit, it was it was crazy. Um, there were things that I regret doing, obviously. Yeah. But there were more things that I was... I did not regret because I love going through that journey. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't know uh, it was wrong, it was right, or um, I was... Uh, if... In my 20s, I said, and I kept saying no to my boss, I wouldn't be a radio announcer. And I wouldn't have been here like for in ERA for 11 years. That's a really mm. good thing that you highlighted there. Because I think, yeah, as someone who is still starting out in my career now, kan, like there's always that contemplation, like, am I being too nice? Because let's say, bila boss you through, you buat ini lah. And even if it's mm-hmm. not specifically mm-hmm. under your job scope, I think a lot of people are definitely macam too. In whatever career they have, I'm not just saying like, you know, yeah. someone in show business per se, let's say you are in marketing, yeah. advertising, yeah. accountant, ke apa, ke intern, for example, yeah. you're like, eh, masalahnya, I'm getting paid to do this. Why are you asking to do yeah. C and D? But, I mean, yep. personal experience, I actually have said yes to a lot of things as well. At that point, mm-hmm. do I regret it? I, I thought I would at that point. But later <laughs> on, not really though. Yes, they did ambil kesempatan, but it did help mm-hmm. me bring me to where I am now. Kan? Betul. Because when I started, I just became, I'm getting comfy, I'm getting comfy. <laughs> please do, please do. <laughs> I used to one lah, I used to one lah. <laughs> I'm getting comfy. Um, when I started in the industry, I was 18. And I only wanted to sing, just singing. Yeah. So I didn't want to act, I didn't want to host, I didn't want to do anything else. So um, after I started, after I finished Malaysian Idol, I I was close to Kat Farish, mm-hmm. Kat Rafich. So he was one of my mentors and he's like, uh, can you do me a favor? Cakap, what is a favor to cat? Anything for you. Name it. Apa ni? Name it. You ask me, I do it. Okay, do musical theater. Alamak. Alamak, got TNT applies actually. My my name is TNT. <laughs> I just forgot to mention that. <laughs> And then I went into musical theatre and I loved it. And from musical theatre, I met a few people and I met Ahmad Idaham and I acted in few of his movies after that. Wow, oh my god, I didn't know about this. So, <laughs> I did movies after that. I did, But when I was on set in Perlis, 
I still remember it was tepi tepi sungai. I tengah main sungai tu sebab I jadi hantu dalam cerita tu. Moy, okay. Um, exactly, hantu kenyang ni. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a phone call and my manager passed me the phone. So I don't know. This is an important phone call. It was the mm. boss of Era and he ah. offered me to do the weekend chart show. So I said, Nola, I I want to continue singing and I, I just started acting. Yeah. So I don't think I can do the weekend chart show. So she said, try it. I don't want. I turned Yelah. down era Dada three pa, times. Dada pak, Jolie, hello. Lepas tiba-tiba ada orang nak panggil. Kata, hello, I'm in the limelight now. Don't kacau. <laughs> no, because I wanted to concentrate on music. I just released my album masa itu. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I was working on a few films and I wanted to go musicals. And then, as you said, uh, he wants, just come. Just come for an audition. If you don't like it, then it's fine. So, I was scared that, uh, takutlah, bos aku tak nak buat ni, tak nak main lagu aku, mati weh. <laughs> Jadi, pergi jumpa, pergi jumpa, pergi jumpa, okay? It was only a PR move at first. But I don't know what happened to the PR move and suddenly I signed a contract and now, fast forward, 11 years I've been in ERA. Oh my god, you so, actually one of the longest radio announcers dekat ERA, kan? Yes. Oh, are you the longest? Um, if you minus Ray because Ray was in ERA and then he transferred to Express, then I he see. came back to ERA. Uh, ah. So if you minus that, then I'm the longest lah. Continuously, you memang tak ada pat- pergi sini, tak ada yes. detour sini sana, you were only in ERA. Tak ada. Kan? I, I start in ERA and I'm still in ERA. Okay, so let's patah balik to the time when you first started off at ERA. I'm sure, hmm. you know, there were those anxieties which are, can I still, can I do this? Because like you said, you were a singer and you were also an actress, you know, you were starting out as an actress. Yes. Tiba-tiba, yes. you di, I would say, maybe this is not the right word, but di campak uh, masuk sebagai announcer because it's not part of your plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Macam mana tu, awal-awal tu, how do you feel? Because I memang, I thought I couldn't do it when I first started uh, out. Yes, um, I had the hugest problem because my first language at home and uh, conversation-wise, my first language is English. Mm. And you're, you're working in a Malay station, that was like, but I'm, I'm, my first language is English and I still want to sing and I still yeah. want to do this. How about scheduling? No, you're only coming in once a week and only um, for the chart show, it only takes you about two, three hours to finish it and you're done. Yep. So you can do it in between your shows and stuff like that. So scheduling wasn't a problem. It was more of the talking. Mm. So my first partner that time was Nana Mazan. That was scary because Nana, when it comes to teaching, she's garang way. Is it? Actually, look at her. Look at her IG live lah. Also garang <laughs> when people <laughs> ask the question. So garang that one. Takutnya. So, but <laughs> but um, because of how garang she is, I picked up very fast. Right. So not even two months being a weekend announcer, I dah yeah. jadi full time announcer. Are you serious? Mm. So I signed on the first. Years for that. Yeah, even months of training. It was only my second. The best part is I signed on the first of January two thousand nine. I was on air on the 2nd of January 2009 to record the weekend show. And then um, it's just slightly over my birthday. Bulan 2, I dah on air. The best part is the first day I on air is the first day I pegang panel. Oh my God. Before that, I training, cried. Tada. You Wait, wait, what? You, you nangis? I'm nangis. I cried on air. I cried because I couldn't 
figure out what to say and stuff. So Wait, you cried I couldn't on out. air? Ini memang live-live tu. It, it was macam, Errol, you stick it to my... And this is, uh, yeah, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is why radio is not visual. It's just audio, ladies and gentlemen. Kalau yeah. If you, yeah, kalau korang tahulah what goes on behind the mic, the amount of things that we have to run here, run there. Dah pernah pergi toilet break. Betul, betul, betul. Betul, Dina. You know what? I, this, I always I always treat radio ni, I tengok dia macam backstage of an actual stage bila nak perform. Bila keluar macam like, betul. nyanyi ke apa, belakang yeah. nangis ke apa ke. Our studio is our backstage. Betul tak? Like, just betul. Betul. So, people don't know. Yes. So, okay. Let's dive deep into the things that you went through in your career. Were there any moments okay. in your 20s yang macam you felt like giving up ke or you doubted if this is something you want to do for a living? Okay, I'm going to tell you a real story. So, um, when I started in Malaysian Idol, Malaysian Idol, I like to enter competitions. Yep. So, it was just a hobby for me. So, Malaysian Idol was also one of the competitions that I entered for the fun of it because I was still studying in UITM. So people were going for rehearsals. I was going to class. After class, I go for my rehearsals. When they go back, Tido, I bought assignment. So wow. I wake up with Dirty in the morning and go class. But teen can tak perasan lah. Benda tu just go je. Just yeah, go along with it. Have fun. Lagi kuat, okay? Mentally, semua lagi Betul. kuat. Kuat je. And then you're like, what je? Tak fikir panjang. Tak fikir panjang. So, okay. After the uh, the competition finished, I started singing here and there, here and there. I was like, eh! Actually, I started working. This is my job now. I'm a singer professionally. So this is cool. But it really got to me when there were 12 of us and 10 of them were signed to label. Okay. And I'm one of the two that did not get signed. I see. This is after getting first runner-up in Malaysian Idol? Yep. Okay. Yep. So after that, everybody got signed. There was 12 finalists. There was one finalist yang, yang tak sihat sangat. Dia memang ada sakit yang critical. Hmm. So, he didn't get signed. He actually got offered first. Tapi, uh, because he was ill, so dia tak nak. So, technically, I was the only one who didn't get signed. Wow, I never so, knew this. Yeah, so, this is a story that I don't tell people that often. So, I didn't get signed. And um, it really pulled me down and most of the labels because I went to see labels and stuff like that because I didn't get offers so we were looking for labels my management and I were looking for labels Yeah. so we were trying to find a label that would sign us and all of them said the same thing we think we would sign if she lost weight are you we serious? we think we would sign if she lost weight she needs to look a certain way for us to sign her I never knew this is really what happened. <clears throat> I thought it's something we only see in movies, yep. but I didn't know it was that no! serious. And you went to it was first really hand. serious. Yep. So um everything like crumbled. So you know what? I'm just gonna go back study. Ini pun aku nak nangis, nak cerita. I wanna no. go back study. I tak nak fikir. I don't wanna do this anymore. And then I really wanted to give up and let's say and chat, okay lah, the industry doesn't want me, there's no place for me. Um I'll just finish what show that you got me and then I, I wanna go back to my old life. So, okay, made up my mind. Um, but then uh, there was one show that I met my mentor, Nora's husband, Johanna Wawi, Arwa Johanna Wawi. Yeah, he's a composer, producer. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I met him, I met Kat Nora, and I sang at the show. Hey, are you signed to any any labels? Which got, no, I'm not. 
Oh susah eh It's very difficult Okay lah Next week we sit down Oh my god And the best part is Nora is my idol Oh my god Oh my god yes. Of all people Can that is how Rezeki can come to you At the most unexpected people. times Betul I only have two idols That time uh, Which is Nora and Misha Omar To prove that I even sing Nora and Misha Omar's song During Malaysian Idol So I really They are like my idols So when I met Nor- uh, Johan uh, Arwah Johan He was like you, Okay I want to make you a song like this like, Yeah 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 Like your song like this right Like your song like this like, Because I was you a fan of Johan Nawawi I don't know that. Lingo, you know the punya musical yep. style. Yeah, because he's one of the writers that I I very much look up to. So when uh and then I got signed to him as his first artist. So oh I'm talking. Oh my so god, that, that was a turning point. I can yeah. imagine how you felt. Masa tu is like, for example, I idealized let's see, macam Ryan Seacrest, Awal Ashari, mm. Alisa Kaki. When did she come to me and say that I can imagine him nangis kat situ? Yeah, can I be your mentor? Or something like that. I said. You like you don't have to be. You already are my mentor from afar, but from from close, come, come, yes, yes. Dengan dengan yeah. apa tangan terbuka lagi. You see, this yeah. is an important. This to me, it's 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 a great realization for me that sometimes you know we always feel like it's never gonna happen. I had those days as well, but you know the the time when we least expect it, that is when suddenly things happen yeah. even better than kita expect. Which I like said, like you, yes. like Malaysian Idol, it could have taken you. To places you could have taken you uh, to get um, a label to sign you, but that never happened. Tengok, tengok something that was out of your own imagination, and that happened. Macam dalam movie, I imagine kan? Betul. And the the thing that I learned from that is never take any stage for granted. Small, right. big, tak ada orang pun tak perform pun. Never take any stage for right. granted because you'll never know who's watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, it was like that one. He produced my whole album. The first album was by him, and exactly the sound I wanted, exactly the the mood that I wanted to go, and um, everything went beautifully uh, after that. So everything picked up that he was a mentor. He taught me how to sing in my own voice instead of me imitating others. Like no, normally orang bilas tak they will do that. Yeah. So he was the first one who taught me that. So he taught me about image because I didn't I was not ready for the industry. So I was wearing track bottoms and t-shirt all the time. Tapi I was I have to admit aku advance untuk untuk zaman aku babe sebab yeah, sekarang sure. semua orang pakai t-shirt dengan track. You are ahead of your time. <laughs> betul betul betul. Back then ha kan you dah macam boleh nampak dah. Okay, 5 to 10 years ahead exactly. the fashion is going to be like masa tu orang kena tak tahu tapi sekarang Kan, everybody is wearing track bottoms and t-shirts all the time. I wore that when I was 18, 19 already. Nina did that already, um, guys. Please lah. Come okay. on. You know, Hollywood, Hollywood celebs pun dah pakai ni sekarang ni. Dina did it first, guys. You all not original. Come on lah. Uh. Dua lipat tengok gambar Malaysian Idol aku tu sebenarnya. <laughs> Good times, good times. I didn't how fashion has evolved as well from back then to right? Yes, I mean I love it. I, I have to admit, with social media, everything, much like the perspective and the perception of people of um, an idol or a celebrity now, they don't mind any size, any shape, any color anymore because they mm-hmm. have the power to say that hey, I like this person. Yes, because you, I don't wujud in social media and fashion also they'll 
because of social media, you need to update. You want to express yourself through your fashion. Yes, correct. So, walaupun you pakai, macam you sekarang, you pakai kemeja dengan seluar short pun, orang kata macam, eh, in lah. Excuse me. You kantorkan I ke? People yang dengar podcast tak tahu nak pakai apa. Yang tengok-tengok video pun nampak atas, you bagi tahu pakai short sampai hati. Oh, sorry. Dia pakai short kat rumah. Obviously, dia kat rumah dalam bilik. Seluar dia gantung kat belakang tu. It's not even shorts, guys. It's boxes, actually. <laughs> not even shorts. You kat rumah, this is my fashion, you know. Best, selesa je. Berangin je. <laughs> Tipu lah kalau korang work from home and then you guys are doing meeting and then you guys are wearing like full on with heels and stuff. Uh, Oh, It's like suit dekat atas, bawah pakai boxers. Confirm punya, kan? Yes, tie atas itu tapi bawah tu macam gayang-gayang kaki pakai boxer. Come. Itulah pasal. So like going back <laughs> to your 20s masa tu. Yes. Was there ever a point yang you macam terduduk and you rasa macam oh my god, macam I can't wait for all this this face to pass. Maybe pasal, but like, like you said, it's not your body image ke, mm-hmm. and career choices. Because I think in our 20s, this is when kepala kita paling celaru. I don't know about you, but Betul. it's like that. Macam, I could go through something inconvenient, but I overthink pasal everything. I'm like, Ya Allah, but what if I'm not going to be a, uh, go apa, more successful than I am now ke? Or is this mm-hmm. it? Like, lepas ni, what about like friendships and relationships? Macam-macam. Did you ever have all these thoughts in your head? Um... Well, to be honest, I think you're very mature for your age. So that's why you chilaru. Because when I was... <laughs> no, when I was in my 20s, I was a bit too carefree that I regret it. Oh, um, I was a bit too carefree when I, I was signed. My career was going well. I took things for granted last night. I didn't take things seriously. I started... Um, performing and music was always serious for me. Right. But other than that, I didn't have any plans. What would you want to do in 10 years? What would you want to do and in 20 years? You were thinking about, I was thinking about the now all the time. Yeah. It's okay. It's 30 is still way longer there. So I, I wish I'm thinking about... like that. I feel I wish I'm macam tu because now macam don't fikir pasal kadang-kadang bodoh gila. Ah. Tengok tengok movie nampak ada bapa dengan anak I'm like I can't wait to be a father. Gila ke apa? Yeah. Pun tak Kau ada. yang mature. <laughs> But I hope Kau yang mature sebenarnya I hope I mature sekarang Harap-harap the Macam whatever I fikir terlampau cepat ni Akan hilang like, lagi cepat By the time kawan-kawan I 30 tahun baru rasa Aku dah rasa dah Aku dah pass dah Amin I mean, Amin eh, Honestly But you At the at a very young age I saw your video Like you were older What 12 Ayo, Or something yeah, like that yeah. 10 or something like that You said you wanted to be A radio announcer Hello Where you at now Crazy lah, crazy lah, crazy lah. So, like, I love it. I love, I wish and I regret not being matured enough. I was taking things very lightly. So, bila dah, dah berusia baru macam, Allah, this is a, a bit too late for this. This is a bit too late. Uh, I mean, oh my God, I want to do this type of music at this age. You know? Right, um, right, so, right, I right. wish I did things a bit more earlier and not just being complacent and being chillaxed too much all the time. But I love how chillax Rina is. If you hear her on ERA, she is the paling chillax video announcer tau. I've actually stayed in this, walaupun tak, tak diajar, I'm not even allowed to be in the ERA punya studio. But I'm always just there je. Bila nampak Rina, I masuk duduk. Come Macam ni. Dia on eh. That's it eh. Dia tengah video call dengan, dengan, dengan Elvira, dia punya best friend kan. Eh kejap, aku guna on end. Aku guna on end. Jap, 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 jap. Era music yang terbaik bersama dengan saya Dina Nazir apa khabar semua very chill very chill tak payah nak script tak apa gelak if she fumbles she's just going to brush it off in 0.02 seconds macam kan kalau aku tulis balik ni ha ni dia lagu Ismail Izani di era music yang terbaik 
that is Dina Nadze, you know. I think it goes I, along with your personality lah. I love it. I mean, I always put um, something that I love listening to. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. If I love listening to... Me, when I listen to people, I love it when announcers fumble. Yeah. I don't do it all the time lah. Of yeah, course, don't course, do it all the time lah. Nanti nampak macam kita kurang intelligent. Bula kan? Fumbling should never be planned. It's something that just no. comes out naturally. Macam cakap bola yes. biasa. Betul. And how you cover line with your own. Don't take yourself too seriously lah. If you're a radio announcer, never take yourself so seriously. Jadi orang pun tak terasa macam ter- terlalu stress dengan kau. Okay, point uh, taken. That one she also said personally to myself jugalah. Sebab saya pun kadang-kadang tahu. tahu. <laughs> Kalau faham sikit, ah, record balik lah. Record balik lah. Sampai MC ni, tak I see you record. Because it's funny. People will, that that small fumble will make people smile. I believe so too. Bila I dengar macam, that's what I told Dina. Every time I dengar Era, I love listening to her story. Because it's so real and you can relate to it. Because you rasa macam dia cakap dengan you. You know, no one talks so, so macam structured. Itu dekat TV dengan movie je. Babe, aku punya seluar sejak rap. Oh, ah, dia dah start. Dia dah start. Dia dah start. Janganlah nanti kembang koyak. Aku dah cakap pakai baju kelawar. Dia pun tak nak. Ha, kalau pakai baju kelawar, <laughs> tak ada dah masalah ni. Confident level Google tak sampai. <laughs> so to cap today's episode all off, I mean, we have another question after this. But then, uh, you know, just to recap a little bit, you know, Dina mentioned that it was never smooth sailing for her in her 20s even though you know on the outside orang macam eh bestnya Dina adalah suara sedap lepas tu masuk era pula dia bertahan punya lah lama but then again there's a lot of things that we have not seen behind closed doors and thank you Dina for sharing a lot you know um, from those times when you felt like oh my god you know, radio ni nak, nak panel pun dengan tak reti apa semua tu but then again you have to go through those days tau without those yep. starting points of our career yep. current relationships and whatsoever I don't think we would know how to make things right like for me one thing my, the biggest lesson I've learned so far in my 20s even though baru 3 tahun in my 20s pun tapi you know the things that I've learned is about you're crazy I am correct, correct. But the one thing that I've learned in my 20s is about, you know how people will always say, step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That one is something that I never, like, bila kita dengar benda tu, it's like, okay, yeah, let's do something different. But I didn't know that when you're actually out of your comfort zone, it's also going to make you feel like, you know, you shouldn't have done that. But macam, it, it comes with, a, stepping out of your comfort zone comes with a lot of strings mm. attached. Macam in my, for me, in my experience, I was doing TV before this and I was in another radio station pun. I was not mm. a full-on radio announcer, macam part-timer and then mm. buat digital content macam tu. So when I was offered a full-time job at Hits, I was like, okay, good. This is, this is me stepping out of my comfort zone. But the first month, every day I was miserable. I felt like I can't do this. This is not what I usually do. Tapi biasa mm. because itu bukan benda yang you dah terbiasa buat. So your Betul. Brain, it takes time to digest and I tak pernah sangka stepping out of your comfort zone can give you so much stress and make you doubt yourself. So if you really want to succeed, I think, you know, you need to bertahan sekejap je because it does take yeah. some time. But after that, slowly it gets better. Look at Dina. Daripada menangis first day, dah sebelah tahun. Oh wow, sebelah tahun. Lagi lama pada some of your relationships. Not yours, I'm talking about other people. Not you, not you. No, 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 no. no. My, my relationship lasted six years and Whoa. it went down the drain. I It went down the drain. And that one was actually also a turning point uh, in my 20s. So now I've been single for 11 years. Settle. 
Uh, it's as if 11 tahun you single sebab you have given your life to era you see macam I got relationship mungkin era. lah babes mungkin <laughs> lah mungkin lah but it, it was it was tough because I maybe I was outside of my comfort zone because I always speak in English that's, right. that's my first language at home yeah. so when I joined era I had to uh, there was a lot of adjustments to be done yeah. um, nak belajar cakap betul-betul nak belajar cakap and I am Because you are, um, ERA is a nationwide station. Mm-hmm. Every lingo, every state has its own lingo. Kan? Jadi, you have to speak in a certain way. Macam I, kekadang dulu, my R's are R. It's not ah, R. Filipino uh, so lah. So, when I say, I am pretty, yes, mom. Tagalog, Tagalog. Tagalog. So, bila orang tanya, I, I you dulu join, um, Badan beruniform apa? I cakap, I cakap tunas putri. Oh, okay. Putri. Ah, uh, So, I got picked, I got bullied in school because of that. Because right. of my art. But, whatever lah. Because I'm not working in communications at that time. So, yeah. I got a lot of problems when I joined ERA. I had a lot of tuning. So, I really wanted to do it. Like, honestly, I wanted to quit as soon as I started because I cried the first day. Mm-hmm. So, and then, uh, I, I, I was out of my comfort zone. But, There was something that was like one thing about me, and I'm very sure everybody watching they have this in them, whether they want to ignite it or not. God is smart untuk darn kau cabakus ya, aku kena buat. Yeah. Uh, jadi, I need to prove you wrong because you dared me. So that was the, the fire that was burning in me. Yeah. That to the extent that you know what, if you say I can't do this, let me prove to you I can. So yeah. I kept working harder than everybody else. Uh, I I was doing night shifts, 8 to 12. And I started like you, buat night shift. Tapi by 4, by 3, I was at the office already, like you, just to belajar, listen to announcers and and pick up what is good at, at the senior announcers punya uh, slots. Yeah. So from there, um, I catered this dinner on air that was actually continue, they had the continuity dengan the real person that I am. Right, right, right. So if you're so, if personally, you were growing, you were also growing on air as well. Yeah, so I jadi orang yang, kalau orang cakap, eh, you ceria on air je, you tak sebenarnya tak, tak, sama. It's exactly the same. The person I'm on air, or else, or, or everybody will be very, I think it will be very exhausting lah. Oh. Every day also you want to act, so difficult like that. Betul, betul. Very, very true. Yes. Something I should adapt in my own skills as a host as well. Because Dina mm. betul lah. You know, in office when she just smiles all the time. Sampai so, macam, maybe she just not an open book code. Mungkin lah like, dia macam pendam banyak aku. But I feel like Dina, everyone has problems. But tanya Dina je. Find yang macam, she emits positive vibes, you know. Macam tu lah kan. Uh, if... There is always something positive, even in the most negative thing. When my dad, um, my dad was diagnosed with uh, stage 4 cancer, throat cancer. Sorry. So it's okay. He's a survivor. But when he, he did um, his operation, he did his operation, he couldn't talk for two months. So I was like, because he had throat cancer, he had tonsil cancer. He right. couldn't talk for two months. We fed him through a tube. But he start, the good thing is, Abah is starting to listen. Okay. When we talk to him, he's starting to listen. Right. And he's actually paying attention to your story. So we end up talking to him and telling him stories more than we talk to our mum. Oh. Abah tak tadi kan kat office kan? Because he is like, he is a police officer yang jenis macam, Tuan, 
Tegak je Oh tak ada You don't talk to me Dia ada distance Tapi tak After he got that Kita dekat So every negative thing that happens, there must be something positive. Macam this RMO. RMO is or everybody's complaining about duduk rumah bosan. Babe, I've been singing every single day. So happy tau. Brilliant, brilliant, I've been brilliant. doing covers with Indonesian singers, with Filipino Aww. singers. It's crazy. That's nice, that's nice. And yes, you do look at tiny things as things to be grateful for as, as uh, per macam your Instagram post when I like how you have a series of like I'm grateful for eyeliners I'm grateful for um, yeah, 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 yeah. good mornings you know it's like I dah penat like dah tulis yeah. tak ada benda lagi dah uh, okay, dah benda dah I, I stopped in 2020 okay because I end up uh, I don't idea. know what else to be <laughs> grateful for dah maximum dah kau dah grateful sangat dah sis macam ni dah sampai Sis, I grateful eyeliner dah dua kali, sis. Oh my god, lain brand. <laughs> lain brand, brand. Lain jenis. Satu pencil, satu liquid. Satu eyeliner untuk this eye. The other one for the other eye. That's why each one yeah. has different grateful levels. Yeah. So, and then, um, uh, I end up being like, the ruang for my pictures jadi kecil. So, I want to uh-uh. give more videos and pictures. Right, so right, itu je lah. Right. And then macam, I want to post something to, alah, kena pergi grateful dulu. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Because you dah macam curate your profile macam tu. Yeah. So it has to be in the middle. Is it? I think like gambar, grateful. Tak kisah. Oh, tak, dia oh, tak kisah. dua gambar and then satu tu. Asalkan dia sit macam tu in your, in your feet lah kan. Yep. But there you go. That means, you know, we, we can be grateful over the tiniest of things in life. It's not necessarily... Yeah, they, we can. It's, it's life we is can. made up of a million little things. And accumulatively, there are other things. Betul tak? Aduh. Betul And those Aduh. small small things Make who make you unique Agreed. I love it Agreed Before we let go of Dina Nadze I just want to ask you one last question Which is Does no. life actually get better After your 20s? Ah To <laughs> me it is To me it is better now After the 20s After my 20s uh, My life began uh, at Honestly when I turned 30, because um, I was in a I was in a very abusive relationship before, but I was in the relationship for six years, and then um, I started having a, a family era family. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why, because I was giving more attention to my era family than my ex. So we broke up in 2009, the the year that I was in era, and then um, I started became very depressed. I was very depressed. I didn't want to sing. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do that. Because every love song is uh, like I wouldn't wear colors. Oh People God. that knew me in era in 2009 to 2000, till I was 30, they knew this about me. I wouldn't wear colors. I wouldn't wear... But on my 30th birthday, I wanted to do something very different. So I wore pastel to work. And everybody's like, Dina pakai baju terang-terang, kenapa? Siapa ni? What do you do to Dina Nazi? But the energy that I got, uh, because people keep saying, Hi, you look healthy, you look different, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just by small, small choices that you make, you you get more people to say hi to you, you feel better about yourself, just the small things that you like. And then I started wearing makeup to work, and my boss was like, Eh, lawa hari ni? So something like that. So after that, I uh, my life actually began at 30. I have to admit that. I love this. And I like how you said that much. it's tiny things yang orang cakap dekat you that can actually lift your spirits up. Betul. Sikit-sikit. So how long did it take for you to pick up the pieces after your breakup? Oh, um, I was in a rut. Honestly, I was in a rut for about five years. 
So um, five oh. years I takkan attend wedding eh. Five Melainkan kalau I nyanyi. Bukan lepas breakup kan? You mean like when you were in the after the after the breakup because I'm in the relationship I manja. Yeah, after the relationship I sangat manja. The relationship was about six years. I manja gila babes in the relationship. He will pick me up from home and send me to work every single day. So after that I macam macam nak pergi kerja lah. Come on, right. kita ada dekat depan rumah macam mana nak pergi kerja? Come on lah. Always like that. Once kita pada yeah. kita nak buat tapi kita nak juga associate benda tu dengan kita punya depan. Yeah. How am I supposed to sing this song because I used to sing for it. <laughs> tak payahlah. There's so many things that you can sing for, can sing to. Yeah, yeah. Apa yeah. um and then after that the small small changes that I make, I make sure that I make my bed every day. I make sure that I put on some kind of color every day. I make sure that I smile to people if they look at me walaupun dia akan rasa aku gila. Buat je. <laughs> Even so, if benda tu macam it doesn't feel natural to you, would you advise people to just start doing it first sampai lama-lama benda yes. tu akan jadi natural? Ben- tapi make sure benda tu positif lah. Positif. positif. Bukan orang kata ha. kau pergi menipu sampai benda tu jadi natural. Tidak. Bukan. Ha. Jangan. Ha. Jadi benda tu juga uh, do something and then try to be grateful. Try to be and then jangan jangan macam for me I always try to see because I always see things so negative kan. In the negative you'll see something positive. Anything right. you want to do. Macam kalau kata you tak boleh pakai warna ni sebab you gemuk. Macam kata tapi kan kalau aku pakai baju ni dengan seluar ni eh boleh be sebenarnya yeah yeah, yeah. just about balance uh, so tak adalah kata oh, orang kata tak boleh i confident mak confident je pakai tidak boleh sampai sakit mata ya yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tengok banyak-banyak project runway ya yeah. people untuk dapat color scheme yang sesuai untuk anda betul yeah. <laughs> babe i tengok america's next top model dulu Religiously, okay? Just because I tak reti posing. Bila media yeah. panggil nak posing, balik-balik posing aku sama je. That's why I love Sherry Al-Haddad, you know? She's like a fashion icon now. Bam! Kan? Yes. Walaupun yes. semua orang dekat dunia dah buat, tapi kenapa semua ni post Sherry Al-Haddad? Hey, that's true. I love Every it. Every time, Mak Salih kan buat kata lah, like, Sherry dia ikut kau punya post. Trend satu tu, Sherry. Exactly! And then she's like, Who said plus size can't be fashionable? She's a fashion icon now. Agreed, agreed. The most stylish, one of the most stylish person in Malaysia at the moment. So she's plus yeah. size. So I yeah. some, dude, nothing is impossible if you get the right people in your team. Janganlah macam, uh, kau, as long as orang tu kata, oh, kau cantik, uh, kau kawan dengan dia. No lah. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. Be real. That's right, that's right. So thank you so much, Dina. I learned so much from your session today. <laughs> Ah, daripada pasal relationship ke career ah. ke body image and also you know like Dina said just now she was heartbroken for a long time five years is gila though to be heartbroken mm-hmm. that's crazy but look mm-hmm. where you are now that means if you are feeling down watching this rasa macam oh my god I will never get over this it's a normal feeling but please tell yourself that you will get over it it's just a matter of time je kan? every time kita yeah. rasa down ke apa we always feel macam It's over. Memang orang no, yeah. bila positif macam mana sekalipun, you are convinced that this mm. is this is your the final thing in your life. Yeah, betul. Tapi one thing, always, 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 always take your time. You don't need to rush something, yeah. especially healing. You don't need to rush. Walaupun kata dah lah, cukup lah. Tak perlu. You take your time. I took five years, but after five years, aku macam eh, nothing. I wasn't even looking for any more relationships after that. I'm just wow. happy with what I have. Kalau ada, ada. Kalau tak ada, tak ada. Yeah. It's okay. 
Yeah, I think mm. in that five years, maybe you develop more self-love juga, which makes you kindness yeah. daripada nak cari orang-orang yang dahsyat toxic. Also, also, I I I found, uh, I got a nephew, so my yes. attention went to him and then um, it ended up being like, tak perlu kot kalau tak ada. Tapi uh, so, soalan tu biasalah kalau balik raya kan. When I go back for raya, like, bila nak kahwin? Is tu. <laughs> Cari jawapan yang kreatif. Kalau nak. Tapi usually nowadays, okay, this is a tip. Okay. If you're in your late 20s and uh, your auntie start asking you, when are you getting married? Hmm. You just say, I don't know lah. Can you help me find lah? <laughs> Babe, I said that to my dad. My dad terus macam, pasal I'm the only princess. Okay. I'm the only girl in my family. Bapak aku mesti rasa semua orang tak worthy. Hmm. Okay. Psychologically, okay. okay. psychologically, uh, carikanlah, I okay je. Ah, uh, and then they will shut them up lah, auntie-auntie, uncle-uncle semua dekat kampung kan? Biasanya, biasanya. Kalau dia, if they set you up with someone and you don't like, you just say lah, ketiak dia bau lah, babe. Astaghfirullahaladzim, be oh, older. something lah, something <laughs> lah, something. Nanti diorang yang segan nak carikan you jodoh after that. <laughs> Macam, alamak, cannot lah. How come I recommended someone who has B.O.? Ah, uh-uh, kan nanti dia malu tak nak nanti kena kutuk pula sebab aku yang recommend kan. Ah, uh-uh, betul. Damn delighted. Tips tips berguna oleh Dina. Thank you so much Dina. <laughs> Thank you best dekat hari ni. Macam-macam dia belajar pada Dina daripada tips dekat kampung, oh, tips untuk survive hidup. Macam macam. Bukan macam wow. eh, macam. Macam macam. Yes. Ha? The only thing I can't help you with is cooking because I can't cook to save my life. That makes two of us, Dina. This is why we got <laughs> friends, Dina. Anyway, thanks so, so much, guys. If you guys have been tuning in from the start of this podcast and if you guys love it, don't forget to check out the other episodes as well. All about your 20s. Hopefully, you can relate to all the episodes and catch me on the next episode of that 20s show on the Shock app and on my YouTube channel. Bye-bye.